Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to Money Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for a Richer Life. I'm your host, Laura Adams. Having a debit card in your wallet is a great tool for making convenient purchases. In this episode, I'll discuss the pros and cons of using them and share lots of tips on how to lower their associated risks. Okay, let's start out with the major advantages of paying with a debit card instead of paying with cash, check, or a credit card. Number one, convenience is certainly the number one advantage in my book. You don't have to carry just the right amount of cash, write out a paper check and enter it into a register, or make a credit card payment at a later date. Number two, it takes less time to complete a purchase. Debit cards are accepted by merchants with less scrutiny than our checks or credit cards, and swiping a card is much faster than writing out a check. Number three, it keeps you within budget. When you use a debit card, you're limited to spending the amount of money you have in the associated account. This prevents you from accumulating debt or being charged interest and those annoying late fees from a credit card company. Number four, they're easier to get than a credit card. Most bank checking and savings accounts offer you the option to have a debit card linked to your account without having to complete a lengthy application. Number five, you can easily get cash. You can opt for cash back at most stores or use your debit card as an ATM card at cash machines. On the flip side, here are the disadvantages of using a debit card over other payment methods. Number one, Disputed charges can be more difficult to resolve. Since money was spent out of your account at the moment of purchase, you have more risk with a debit card than with a credit card if the item is defective, misrepresented, or never gets delivered to you. Number two, some banks may charge you extra fees. There could be monthly service charges, over-limit fees, per-transaction costs, or penalties for dropping below a minimum required balance that result from using a debit card. Number three, you don't improve your credit score. Building up your credit score is an important consideration for your financial future. Paying bills such as credit card payments on time is the most effective way to increase your rating or to maintain a high credit score. Number four, you can't take advantage of reward points. One of my favorite reasons for using a credit card when making any large purchase is the opportunity to get travel reward points. There are many different types of cards that offer a variety of great incentives. 
Five, it gives you lower levels of fraud protection. If a thief gets your personal identification number, they could easily empty your bank account. Fraud certainly happens with credit card use as well. However, most credit card companies put a hold on any account that shows unusual activity. And lastly, number six, your potential liability for misuse is unlimited. This contrasts the low risk that comes from misuse or theft of a credit card. This episode is brought to you by AARP. Ten years from today, Lisa Schneider will trade in her office job to become the leader of a pack of dogs. As the owner of her own dog rescue, that is. A second act made possible by the reskilling courses Lisa's taking now with AARP to help make sure her income lives as long as she does. And she can finally run with the big dogs. And the small dogs, who just think they're big dogs. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. When you're high, you feel different. You think different, you talk different, you draw different, you listen to music different, but you probably knew that. Problem is, you also drive different, and not in a good way. That's why driving high is illegal everywhere. So if you're high, just don't drive. Make a plan to get a sober ride. Because if you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey there, I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, Freakonomics Radio. Every week, host and best-selling author Stephen Dubner dives into the hidden side of business, economics, and so much more. He interviews CEOs, historians, and Nobel laureates to explore all kinds of topics, like why the best employees can make the worst bosses, and how whales went from being economic engines to environmental icons. If you're a curious person looking to better understand the world around you, you'll find everything you're looking for on Freakonomics Radio. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. The United States Federal Trade Commission established two acts to address the issue of lost or stolen cards. The FTC website address is ftc.gov. The Federal Reserve Board also has information about credit protection laws on their site at federalreserve.gov. I'll be sure to include a link to all this information in the show notes at quickanddirtytips.com. According to the Fair Credit Billing Act, your maximum liability for unauthorized use of your credit card is just $50. If your card was stolen and you report the theft before any misuse occurs, your liability is zero. If you have the card in your possession but someone stole your credit card number, your liability is still zero. Your liability for misuse or theft of a debit card under the Electronic Fund Transfer Act is very different. It completely depends on when you report the loss. When it comes to debit card fraud, please remember that you must act very quickly to give yourself as much protection as possible. If you report a debit card loss before it's used without your permission, your liability is zero, just like with a credit card. But if you wait to report a stolen card or theft of your debit card number, your financial risk increases as follows. Your loss is limited to $50 if you notify your card issuer within two business days after discovering your loss. Your loss is limited to $500 if you report it within 60 days after your account statement was mailed to you. 
but your liability is unlimited if you miss the 60-day deadline. You could lose all the money in the account linked to your debit card, plus any overdraft fees and penalties. So, what can be done to lower the risk of using a debit card? Well, I strongly recommend using debit cards only for smaller purchases from trusted merchants. It's a good idea to never let the card leave your site during a purchase. Illegal electronic skimmer devices are very small and can easily be hidden and quickly used by thieves to copy your information. When making a big-ticket purchase or buying over the phone or internet, always use a credit card. Here are some additional tips that can save you lots of potential frustration and grief. Sign the back of your cards as soon as you receive them. Don't carry cards with you that you will not need. If possible, carry cards separately from your wallet. Never give a card number over the phone unless you really trust the person or company. Never email a card number to someone or give it in response to an email solicitation. Never sign a blank credit or debit charge slip. Never loan a card to anyone. Draw a line through the blank spaces above the total on any credit or debit slips to avoid them being altered. Make your personal identification number something unique that a smart thief couldn't easily figure out. Never create a personal identification number that matches your address, birthday, social security number, phone number, or any other number that could possibly be linked to you. Never give your personal identification number to anyone and do not keep it with your debit card. Keep your debit card receipts in a safe place until you can match them against your account statement each month, then destroy them. Check your homeowner or tenant insurance policy to find out if it includes any liability for card fraud. I want to say a big thank you to Grammar Girl for bringing me into the QD network, and another thank you to Andrew Horowitz for doing such a great job as guest host. Cha-ching! That's all for now. I'm glad you're listening, and I hope to read your comments and money questions at money@quickanddirtytips.com. If you forget my email address, just go to quickanddirtytips.com for all contact information and show transcripts. Courtesy of Money Girl, your guide to a richer life.